Connor, I'm excited to announce to you that we have put a uh, slow-acting poison into your breakfast this morning. Um, and so you are going to be dead in the next 30 minutes unless you can solve our riddle. That's what this podcast is all about. It's about you solving our riddle. Um, but the catch is, uh, between my co-host and I, one of us will always lie and one of us will always tell the truth. So one of us speaks in riddles, one of us speaks in rhymes! I don't even know what that one is from. What is that even from? <laughs> That's from Distractable, where for some reason Markiplier just went, oh, one of us speaks in riddles, one of us speaks in rhymes, for half a season. And then they did an episode where <laughs> where Mark and Wade were the co-hosts, and one of them spoke in riddles, and one of them spoke in rhymes. That's really funny. Um... Yeah, so which of us is speaking in riddles and which of us is speaking in rhymes? I nominate you for the rhymes. I think that I would be much better at the riddles. Um, and I think rhyme sounds harder, and therefore I would like you to do it. Well, it's racist if you make the black man speak in rhymes, so suck on that. Eat that egg. Okay. That being said, I'm I'm terrible. <laughs> this, this cold open is going for a long time. What's the podcast? Hi, everyone. It's the original podcast, Do oh, Not question. Steal. <laughs> A podcast where in every week, Amber and Autumn and I discuss a certain topic at length and create an original character within that space. And today, we're getting a little more out there, a little broader, because guests keep not lining up. And Devin episodes that I like to spend time thinking about keep not giving me time to do that because I assume we have someone lined up. So we're giving you something we've promised for a while, something that's been teased, and that is the Serial OC mascot episode. Can I just say that I love when you accidentally say Amber and Autumn and Devin? Like, it's so funny to me that I'm two people. And, you know, one of us always speaks in, in riddles and one of us always speaks in rhyme. <laughs> we do it all the time. <laughs> Quit rhyming now. I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? All right. So, yeah, we've been, we've been teasing the serial mascot episode since season one. Uh, as like a funny, wouldn't it be cute if we if we did an episode where we made a, a cereal mascot, like you know, like the Lucky Charms mascot, or the Honey Nut Cheerios mascot, or the Tricks mascot, or uh, the Tony the Crunch Tiger, mascot, Captain or the Frosted Flakes mascot, or the uh, shit. I mean, I'm running out of them. I'm already running out of them. Sugar Bear, the Kangaroo. <laughs> Who the fuck on is Sugar the... Bear? You what? don't know Sugar Bear? I don't know Sugar Bear, no. It's Honeycrisp, because he'd be like, can't get enough of that Sugar Crisp, Sugar Crisp, keeps me going strong. That's right, Granny. You can't stop me from breaking and entering your house to get that Sugar Crisp. Mmm, I sure do love it. We're in, like, the last generation where, when you were growing up, the main form of advertisement would be done to you over the television. And I didn't really watch TV growing up, so I didn't get, like, ads until I was a grown-up, basically. Oh, so you missed, like, the... Oh, what the like the 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 silly rabbit tricks are for kids and the I'm Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and the one crossover they did that was like a shitty flash website that was all a goddamn ploy to get me to get up and play an hour in a day and I didn't do that shit I was playing the flash games um I I'm like aware of all of these by cultural reputation right we're not doing a serial mascot episode where I'm completely blind to the concept of serial mascots I know about like the the they're after me lucky charms or the fact that the cookie crisp mascot like couldn't stay the same for a while because at first it was a chef and then it was a dog in a red shirt and now it's a wolf in a red shirt and i think they've dropped the wolf or the stupid 
frog with his dumb spoon or that weird thing for honeycombs who's just a just a like you'd eat honeycombs and then you'd turn into like this anthropomorphic hairball with a naked raccoon face who was an absolute freak oh man remember the uh, captain crunch game where you'd 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 buy your Captain Crunch and you'd get a little CD-ROM game and you'd plug it in. Captain Crunch would be like, "My Captain Crunch is going to be stolen by the uh, the Garblies," and it was a big pirate gremlin who was going to steal all of your booty. And so you had to raise up a a, a Flormbly, who was just this like fuzzy dumb something that you raised up from infancy to adulthood to go fight the pirate goblin. Yeah, of course I remember that. Who doesn't remember that universal experience? Yeah, everyone did it. So I I looked up the Cookie Crisp, like, mascot. It seems to me, I believe that the wolf is still there. However, I do want to say that over the course of this search, uh, I have discovered the website uh, Logopedia, which is a fandom wiki for logos, (laughs) which inexplicably exists. Of course it does, baby. Late stage capitalism. We have to stan our brands because they're like characters and companies are people. There is a Discord with 126 members currently online as I speak. Fucking my dick! 143,000 pages on the Logopedia wiki. Uh, there's also, you know, shout out Snap Crackle Puff, shout out the the chef for. Do you know why kids love the taste of cinnamon toast crunch? And now, and now the cinnamon toast crunch mascot is just cinnamon toast who lick each other, and the one being licked isn't having a great time about it. This episode. Sorry, is... babe, that sounds really hard. <laughs> This episode is strange. It's just me remembering commercials. Do you have anything to say about cereal mascots? I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I've been distracted looking at Logopedia, <laughs> being drawn into its trenches. You've fallen for the siren of song of Logopedia in the middle of our really? episode. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the way that the Warner Brothers logo has changed over time, and it's kind of interesting. God, so this is original podcast, Do Not Steal, a weekly show in which... Amber, I did that! I, I did that up top! But this week... Um, instead of doing, like, a franchise, I guess we're just doing, like, the concept of serial mascots, which is kind of, um... So here's my thought. Sure. We make a serial, and then we make the mascot for that serial. So, Amber, what's your dream serial, buddy? So, my perfect serial that currently exists, I'm gonna start there as a jumping-off point. My current favorite serial that exists is Waffle Crisp which is a cereal that I grew up with and um, I loved as a kid and I love it to this day. And uh, my dad hated it um, because he thinks it smells like asparagus, but it's like, it's waffle themed. So it's kind of got like a maple syrupy taste. Um, And it's these little tiny, like, you know how cookie crisp is like, they're supposed to look like tiny little hard cookies. Mm -hmm. Um, Waffle crisp is kind of the same where it's kind of tiny little hard looking waffles. Um, so following very much in the mold of Cookie Crisps, except... And I would like to say, while well, we're here and talking about our favorite cereals, my favorite cereal was uh, Fruity Pebbles. Loved them to death. It was the first cereal I ever mm-hmm. was like, what mm-hmm. if I accidentally put milk in it? And I was like, wow, milk and cereal is good, turns out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, you, you invented that? That was you? No, you but came I, up with that? I had dry cereal and I was like, why would I want milk in my cereal? I don't eat the cereal fast enough and it gets gross. But then I put the milk in the Fruity Pebbles and it was so good I ate it fast enough to not have the cereal be soggy. <laughs> but, but now, as an adult, my favorite cereal is Magic Spoon. And I'm not going to do a plug for you guys because I know the whole plug because I'm waiting for you to send me an email to plug you on my YouTube channel. But it's fucking delicious, Amber. It's fucking, like, you can eat it and be at a calorie deficit because there's, like, one gram of sugar and there's 12 grams of protein and there's, like, 43 net carbs. It's awesome. It's good for you. It's like a fucking protein bro cereal, but they don't advertise themselves like that. And it's it's got like no sugar and it tastes like a cereal. It tastes like all the cereals of my childhood. And it's one of my protein snacks. I fucking love Magic Spoon. So if we can combine you loving a cereal that is a breakfast but small and crunchy, and my Jim Bro love of Magic Spoon into one cereal, and we make like a Jim Bro mascot baker person, I think we've got ourselves an OC. I so badly want to close out the episode with check out our merch store where we'll be selling Magic Spoon, but it's like (laughs) too easy. It's too shot down the middle. Check out our merch store. We'll be selling bootios. Make sure you ain't booty. <laughs> bootios. There's no way. That one's for James. Doesn't listen to the podcast. So Lilith, that one's for you. You know wrestling. I think that. So this is an episode where I feel like the um, the the Chekhov's plant is going to be more difficult than usual. Um, and so I think that we should probably start there. Um, you know, with with this sort of Jim Bro thought in mind, a used condom. A training said, joking. <laughs> a gun, but the guns are his arm. <laughs> Too easy. I won't allow it. Yeah. You know, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Tell me how you feel about this one, because uh, I'm noticing. A keepsake from a personal hero, and my thought is like, oh, this is like a a classic Jim Bro story who saw Arnold Schwarzenegger and was like, oh my god, I've been inspired. And like that way we get to give this mascot like lore. He's got like a backstory and shit. So one day was walking down that California beach strip where dudes are just working out and was like, wow, that's the coolest thing ever and sparked up a conversation. And some dude was like, hey man, this right here, I don't know, hands him like a medal. This was the first medal I ever won. And it's it's bronze. It's, I didn't chop it. But I saw that I could do it, and it pushed me to keep going. And he's, and I want you to have it because you can do. I see, I see the fire. You've got the eye of the tiger, cereal mascot man, and you can go the distance. And so, part of his design is a bronze medal that he got from his hero, and that also gives this character lore. All of that works and is wonderful, and it gives us an opportunity to tie in. Um, celebrity endorsement, which Serial, <laughs> of course, loves to have. I mean, it's, like, famously the Wheaties thing. Um, but if you have, like, this character who, like, um, uh, inspired by his personal hero, uh, nondescript celebrity, we can make it so it's, like, 
like it's not just a, a random guy on the on the boardwalk who saw him and gave him the medal. It was John Cena himself. <laughs> and John I... Cena gave him this medal and then we get to put John Cena's like face on the side of the box or like on the like on the medal or like a cartoon little drawing of John Cena in the medal. I will say it does need to be not John Cena because one time The Rock said, you look like a goddamn box of Fruity Pebbles. And then six months later, John Cena was on the cover of Fruity Pebbles. So I feel like there might be some beef there. Okay, so it doesn't have to be John Cena specifically, but but some sort of like a bodybuilder celebrity... Oh, who's the motherfucker who lifted so much weight he gave himself a concussion and passed out? Let me, hold on. Let me, let me go. You want it to be someone who's, like, sort of a household name, though, right? Like. Okay, well, that becomes difficult because, like, Amber, do you know any bodybuilders off the top of your head? That's, that's a niche. Yeah, I know fucking John Cena. (laughs) That's why I said it, dude. Well, he's not a bodybuilder. He's a professional wrestler. He doesn't enter bodybuilding competitions. Okay, you need a buff person. I'm sorry. You okay, need a buff someone man. who is clearly very, uh, like, known for being very physically musculature. Who the fuck? Channing Tatum, perhaps. Yeah, or... I was just about to say, who the fuck was the guy we made, like, Gilman's friend in our dark universe? And then he said Channing Tatum, and I was like, that's the motherfucker who? That's the guy? <laughs> okay, so it, so we're going with Channing Tatum as a celebrity endorsement. Then. Wait, can it, can it be a throwback? Can, like, our mascot be, like, from the 80s, and so it's like... It... Yes. <laughs> so it's it's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah, you know, just just one of them, one of them like '80s, like Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I think that makes more sense for having a celebrity endorsement on the box, anyway. Oh hell yeah, Dolph Lundgren's on the box, and he's doing the fucking Predator handshake with our with our anthropomorphic beefed out cheesecake man. <laughs> You get like a like it's a photo re- like it's a photograph of Dolph Lundgren, um, and then a cartoon. A cartoon? What? It can't just be a human. It can't just be a guy. It has to be like. What's the what's the mini dessert you want in this bowl of cereal? What's the most Jim Bro dessert that there is? Like. So here's the thing about Jim Bro desserts is literally any dessert can be a Jim Bro dessert. You just replace the flour with protein. So like you can have like protein pancakes or fucking protein waffles or like I've made uh, protein ice cream. There's uh, various uh, I occasionally I make like a, a pro- I, I make a, I make a protein uh, like pumpkin bread. That's actually fucking delicious. So, like, literally, does that work? Is that good? Yeah, yeah. it's good. You take, uh, huh. yeah, <laughs> you take, you take, uh, you take pumpkin puree. You take baking powder. You take two scoops of your protein powder of choice. This one I would recommend getting a sweeter protein of choice. I have a vanilla protein for this one specifically. Um, cinnamon, allspice, and there's probably like two other things I'm forgetting. But yeah, you mix it all up. You bake it. And it, it tastes like <laughs> it tastes like a sweet pumpkin bread. It's pretty awesome. So the name of the cereal is Protein Bread. <laughs> it's just it's just and mini it's, bread. It's mini like, like yeah, it's like mini loaves of like the we we go with the pumpkin bread angle, um, because that sounds delicious. Uh, and it, and it's all it's all it's it's basically pumpkin spice, but marketed for boys instead of being marketed for girls. <laughs> 
So it's just fucking Johnny Pumpkins, who's just a, fu- a pumpkin just pumping iron. Yeah. He's got like a, like, listen, we both love a jack-o'-lantern uh, sort of a character. It's true, and so you get do. like a pumpkin head. And then, yeah, like, I don't know if it's like, like his body is vines and they're super musculature or like ooh ooh could he could he, could he, could he be a scarecrow and so like scarecrows are always scrawny so he met Dolph Lundgren and he's like how do I get to where you are and Dolph Lundgren was like yo let me teach you about the gym and he's just got a big swole fucking scarecrow body oh <laughs> uh... this is the only episode of this podcast ever to be made. Oh, I had no idea where this was going when we joked about it in season one. I didn't think I'd say Big Jack's scarecrow body. (laughs) Amber, I'm just going to say this on record. I don't think we've made an OC who's below A. Like, I've been thinking about that season two finale, and I'm like, fuck, these are all good. (laughs) I can't wait till our version of Avengers Endgame comes out and all of our OCs fight each other. (laughs) Our ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny. Uh, The champion stood, the rest saw the better of Chip the Brobot in a bloodstained sweater. (laughs) But obviously, our 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 buff scarecrow, um, who is definitely named Bruce, um, because it's 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 protein bread, and the mascot has to be named Bruce. He's the Chuck Norris of the Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny song that everybody else needs to team up and defeat because he's so buff. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna remember. So fuck it. There's this part in Street Fighter V where Zangief is there the whole time and he keeps going, I follow the discipline of muscle. And Armika's like, he's the coolest motherfucker on earth. And everyone is like, this is stupid. This is fucking dumb. And then someone takes a samurai sword and Zangief goes, power of muscle. And he just flexes his chest super fucking hard and the sword shatters against his rock hard chest. And that's this (laughs) motherfucker. But a scarecrow (laughs) with a pumpkin head. (laughs) With a big stupid pumpkin face and a body made of swole straw. Fuck. Vibe? Do we need to cover vibe for mascots? I feel like it's pretty clear what the vibe is, but... (laughs) I I do sort of want to know what the commercials are like. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. This is a place to go. My immediate thought, and I don't think I want to do this, but it's that, like, old steroid ad in the back of comics where a scrawny guy gets sand kicked in his face and then jumps up with steroids and now they're... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's like oh i'm, I'm tied up to the, uh, no, no 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 it's like it's like get out of here crows stop eating the farmer's crops I'm like yeah why would i run away from you you couldn't even do a push-up you scrawny bag of bones and he's like oh and he jumps off the thing and he runs and he runs into Dolph Lundgren. Dolph is like what's wrong with you and he's like i'm such a wimp let me show you how to get big <laughs> And then you get to like intercut like like they're pumping weights and also eating brooch. 
protein. Yeah, uh, eating protein bread. Yeah, <laughs> you like cut those two things as if they're the same. It's like it's like the training montage, but when when Ivan Drago's getting pumped up full of super steroids, it's just like you, you know, like the Sam Raimi montage. <laughs> So it's like, zoom in to spoon, camera follows spoon to mouth of eating the protein bread. (laughs) And then he beats the shit out of those crows at the end of the commercial. It's like, remember kids, if you want to be cool, eat your protein. (laughs) Do we ever give him an ongoing story? Because sometimes there would be ongoing stories in the commercials, so you'd want to tune in and see the next one. (laughs) <laughs> what would be what would be an ongoing story that exists in cartoon in in serial mascot commercials already? Captain Crunch would you'd find out he has a secret nemesis who's also a pirate, but he's like a jerk pirate who's gonna kidnap the kids who are helping Captain Crunch, something like that. Okay, so let me pitch you this then: a tie-in storyline with Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> In the 90s. <laughs> Did you just Dolph Google Lundgren Dolph Lundgren movies? <laughs> yes. I was thinking, can we do it with Rocky Four? But it turns out that Dolph Lundgren wasn't in a previous Rocky movie like I had expected him to be. Um, he shows up for the first time in Rocky Four, So maybe that doesn't quite work. Um, I don't... I don't know how you put a, a Jim Bro... Pumpkin Man and Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> no, you're maybe right. You're maybe right. It doesn't actually work. <laughs> you just Google Dolph Lundgren movies. Uh, we, we don't have to come up with a storyline. It's fine. But <laughs> just the fucking... No, it was just my first idea. <laughs> just the... He gets killed by a dolphin in that movie. Tournament arc where Bruce gets like... He has to, like, win the big game. <laughs> yeah! And and nobody ever clarifies the sport. They always just call it the big game. Like, the big game is coming up. Yeah, and uh, and all of, the, all of the commercials leading up to it, he's training for a different sport. <laughs> and maybe there's, like, a... There's, like, a rival. Like, a guy who's clearly, like, a farmer or something else that fits in with the... Or, like, a... Like it's another scarecrow, but he's got a squash on his head instead of a pumpkin. Um. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, so Bruce has a storyline where he meets a lady scarecrow and tries to impress her by flexing, and she's constantly like, no, that's lame. And he goes to Dolph Lundgren, and he's like, I don't get it. I'm so big, I'm so jacked. And Dolph Lundgren has to explain, it's like, well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> they have to like you for who you... have to work on yourself as a person if you want other people to like you. <laughs> and, that, and you get to the end, and it's like, I don't know how this sold cereal, but I guess this is a nice message for kids. <laughs> like, the people at top, out of character, like, are we having a negative impact on society? Because it's the 90s, and, like, you need to be in touch with your feelings and be, like, a metrosexual and stuff. Incredible. Yeah, I, as soon as you, as soon as you said that he needed to impress a lady scarecrow, I was immediately like, yeah, I can't, I, that seems like it has always been a part of this character. Of course, of course that was the (laughs) storyline. Found the missing piece of 
Bruce. Earlier in the episode, I talked about the tier list part, and that reminds me, Amber, I wanted to do a segment on an episode where I just uh, go over some thoughts I had about the tier list, make some adjustments. So there's a few, like, miscellaneous ones where I feel like I was a little mean to the Yakuza OC and uh, Violet and Colts, but that's not enough to, like, change their placement, and also I think a fun segment for return guests could be uh, they could plead a case for their OC's placement, because they are as much creative in OCs for episodes where we had guests. That could be fun. Um, but the big ones are... Let's start with Zombie. Because Zombie is still an A to me, but mythical, right? And I Because I know for a fact that both Zombie and Colonel Cornelius got us followers. I sent people replies of those episodes. They followed us on Twitter. Zombie in particular got us a follow with the promise of fan art. Ergo, I think Zombie enters like a like a like a liminal state wherein if that fan art is ever made to be the first OC with fan art that is not just me because if you uh, draw your own OCs that's not fan art that's just art <laughs> fiction with your own OCs is just fiction uh, so if and when that happens I think Zombie goes to S how do you feel I feel great about that I love Zombie so uh, no no objections from me on that. Rad. Colt Spurs. Doesn't belong in S. I was fucking wrong. I still think (laughs) my argument for Colt Spurs... Yeah, Colt Spurs doesn't belong in S tier. I stand by the fact that Colt Spurs is three-dimensional because Colt Spurs is definitely a person who exists. But Colt Spurs does not understand the assignment of creating a character within Ben Shapiro's true allegiance. Colt Spurs is someone who would read that book and like it. Those are two different things. Doesn't belong in S tier. And the last one, Johnny Ashes, who, like, while editing it, I was like, yeah, Johnny Ashes is S-tier. I remember saying that. And then I got there, and I was like, I don't know if S-tier. And I was like, what the fuck? Why am I wrong? (laughs) I remember being right at the time. You did say something like (laughs) A-tier with the promise that it would, like, you you would probably grow on it. You just, like, hadn't spent enough time with it yet. Yeah, it was just, like, I, I was a little worried of, like, uh, recency bias yeah. uh, affecting that one. But, yeah, no, uh, S-tier. Jo- Johnny Ash is S-tier, full on. <laughs> that, that's the Yeah, addendum. I agree. I, and, and I said so at the time. <laughs> How does it feel to be right? Um, uh, I wouldn't know. Uh, it's the same as always, because I'm always right. <laughs> it's a burden, actually, being right all the time. It's time for I ship it. What the f***? In Yaoi art, the seme, or top, is usually dominating the UK, or bottom. It was fun! The relationship is cute, damn it! I ship that! So Bruce, does he- does he suck I think Bruce says he's straight, but he'll fuck anything that moves. (laughs) (laughs) Your favorite, it's back! I'm kidding. I'm kidding, and this is your first episode of this season? Of as a reference to a bit that's been going through the season, so I don't, I don't think that about the serial mascot character. And the other bit that's going through the season is that I tie everything back to South Park, and there is an episode of South Park where Cartman becomes like a gym bro because he just keeps chugging like a protein and going beefcake, beefcake. <laughs> I think that uh, Bruce has like his lady scarecrow who he tries to impress the one time, um, and then. Uh, never again, um, uh, and 
they kind of stay out of the whole question entirely in canon. But um, because we have built a huge-ass bodybuilder character, um, people are so horny for him. And, like, there is so much porn out there of Bruce and Tony the Tiger. That's who I thought the community would obviously, ship with most obviously, obviously, <laughs> he gets shipped with Tony Come the on. Tiger. This isn't our first. This is our first rodeo here. We know how this works. Sometimes the obvious choice is the mm-hmm. correct one, like right now. <laughs> this is the dumbest episode of season two so far. I think we can all agree. I just want to say that in the air quotes canon of these 90s commercials for Bruce, he is terminally straight, but but once he became, like, nostalgia for our generation, we're like, no, he fucks. Yeah, absolutely. He fucks that tiger. (laughs) Oh, I ship it's great when we don't make an OC who is a child. It really works when it's grown-up characters, yeah. (laughs) One fun fact a piece. About Bruce, um, the the protein... Bread, uh, baker slash bodybuilder. Oh, buddy boy. I want to say like swole crow. I'm I'm gonna come up with some pun later. It's like fucking. <laughs> I think that all of the commercials, um, or at least a lot of the commercials, like the signature song that they use through the '80s, um, is uh, "Don't Bring Me Down." By Electric Light Orchestra, because that way there's that line where they go, Bruce, don't bring me down. And they really just saw that and latched onto it and went with it. I think that the reason Bruce eventually gets phased out is because the commercials that would feature Dolph Lundgren were expensive because they did like the cool world Where's Roger Rabbit rotoscoping technique. And eventually like, that's fucking expensive. What if we just have Dolph Lundgren say, eat the bread in the morning, and that's why, and that's why Bruce gets phased out. Now that I know he's eventually. getting phased out, I kind of want to know what replaces Bruce for protein bread. <laughs> I think just Dolph Lundgren, and then eventually there's a Bring Bruce Back campaign, because Dolph Lundgren kind of falls out of popularity, but now a bunch of like millennials who can spend money are nostalgic for Bruce, and there's a big Bruce comeback tour wherein he trains the next generation. Incredible. There's no way that Bruce doesn't end up at least an A tier at our tier rankings at the end of this season, huh? Bruce is iconic. <laughs> Bro, it's... <laughs> it's a... It's a really high tier so far. <laughs> this has been Original Podcast, uh, Do Not Steal. Thank you all for joining us. My name has been Amber Autumn. She, her. And Prince Devin, he, Our him. theme music is by Kyle Alicia, whose work you can find at therealragnarok.bandcamp.com. Um, and go ahead and visit our merch store, um, where we'll be selling whole boxes of Lucky Charms. <laughs> Oh, and if you love overproduced sugary nonsense, I bet you're a big fan of Gem and the Holograms, but unfortunately, we won't be talking about that next week, because in reality, we'll be talking about... Kevin Smith Askewniverse. Get ready to talk about clerks and mall rats and etc. <laughs> or the, the cold open will just be the, the, the I am the clit commander. <laughs> I'll just remember one of Jay's fucking monologues and I'll do it. Snooch to the motherfucking news!